Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Larry Kay. I'm calling from Chicago. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, June 25th, 2020. And today we're reading from the big book, and we are currently on page 164. We're going to wrap up the chapter here, the third paragraph. It starts, uh, abandon yourself through the end, through the conclusion of the chapter. Today's readers, we have Anne Marie on the 12 steps, Samantha H on the 12 traditions, and the readers of the text are Leon B, Martha Z, and Reba P. And our newcomer greeter is Benita L, and the host for the second hour is Jody E. The share ID for Wednesday, June 24th, the 7 a.m. meeting, that's 14,863-14863. And the 10 a.m. Eastern meeting uh, yesterday is 14,864-14864. The OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors, and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, and that is to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating uh, can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. So Anne-Marie M., will you be kind enough to read the 12 steps this morning? Yes, this is Anne-Marie M., uh, Recovered Compulsive Overeater Through God's Grace uh, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to the compulsive, to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thanks so much, Anne-Marie Ann. Appreciate that. Okay, Samantha H., 
Uh, here we go. We're ready for the 12 traditions. Good morning. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, everyone. My name is Samantha H. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, bulimic, and restrictor from New Jersey. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise lest money, problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, Hence, the OA name would never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for allowing me to do service. Thank you, Samantha H. Appreciate that. Here's how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then we stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature that we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Uh, singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only, <clears throat> Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read, and we're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today we get Leon B. Um, Leon's going to read um, from page 164, the third paragraph. It starts, Abandon Yourself, and Leon's going to read it through the conclusion of the chapter. Doctor, doctor, good morning, doctor. <laughs> good morning, Larry. This is Leon B. Gratefully Recovered, uh, Compulsive Overeater from Simpsonville, South Carolina. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and, and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. 
May God bless you and keep you until then. Uh, man, I, I don't know how I, I was so fortunate to get the last reading of, of the 164 pages, but I'm I'm grateful um, to do service. And and I and I'm I've read this um, closing um, many times voluntarily when I would offer my services to to help read. And the first sentence would always um, get me. It says it all for me to to abandon myself to God as I under, understand God and and that word abandon for me is just such a strong word and it, it's a strong reminder for me to give up myself completely to this higher power you know and 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 this big book has has taught me you know throughout you know these entire 164 pages that you know I'm the maker I have been the maker of my trouble in this entire time you know that selfishness and, and self-centeredness you know, that we think is is the root of of our trouble, and above all, above everything, you know, we as alcoholics, we must be 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 rid of this selfishness. And um, and I've learned in this program over these few years that when you know when the big book repeats itself, um, that it is trying to get a point across. And one of the other things that I think of when I, every time I read this sentence, my mind always goes back to Bill's prayer in the hospital. You know, he's, he's, he's so masterful with words because when he says, I placed myself unreservedly, I mean, these words abandon, you know, unreservedly place yourself under his care, capital H and, and direction. And he talks about having a new employer. You know, this is the high and wild. This is the how and why of it. We first of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. You know. Um, next, we decided that hereafter in this drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal. We are His agents. He is the Father, and we are His children. All of this is telling us to give up control to stop trying to be in control of our lives and give ourselves over to the father of of life of and the father of life <laughs> and and I'm learning you know I'm this is not an easy process this is not something that um I do perfectly um but thank God I don't have to think about it forever I wake up in the morning and when I'm making my conscious contact with God that is the the first way that I personally give myself unreservedly. I abandon myself at that moment because I know if I don't stop to make this contact with him, if I don't stop to set aside everything that I think I know about myself for the day and get connected with him and get plugged in with him, with my higher power, whatever it, it may be for you, then I am going to be in control and I am going to make a complete mess of the day. But I'm very thankful that it's just for the day that we have to do. We take these things in day-tight compartments. And so um, I, I don't have much more to say um, about that. There's just so much in that. Um, but the first sentence always get me to abandon myself. And I would implore anyone that hasn't quite gone through these steps, abandon yourself to this process. It's a beautiful process. It's a it's a beautiful relationship and it's a beautiful fellowship, and I pass it on. 
Leon, thanks for getting us started this morning. Uh, Leon read page uh, 164, the third paragraph, starts with abandon yourself through the end of the chapter, so we're going to comment on that. Um, although we find you extraordinarily fascinating and wise and lovable, we, all that stuff, we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day in order that other lovable people might share their experience as well. So with that in mind, who would like to share on what Leon read? Sandy S. Masha. Sandy. Larry G. Loretta, Loretta H. Larry Loretta. Jackie B. Sigrid F. Carolyn H. Reba P. All right, let's stop there for a second. I missed somebody in there. I, I did hear Sandy, uh, Larry, Loretta, Sigrid, Kathy, Reba. I missed someone in the midst of that. Who was that? Is it Carolyn? Carolyn, I think. Jackie B. Uh, and Jackie, I'll put you on the end there. I, I thought I heard a Carolyn, but I may be wrong on that. Uh, so let, let's go with uh, Sandy, uh, Larry, Carolyn, Loretta, Sigrid, Kathy, Reba, and Jackie. And, um, was there a Carolyn? It was Clea. Uh, Clea? Yes. Did I get that right? Clea. Okay. Clea, we'll throw you in there. Sandy, Larry, Clea, Loretta, Sigrid. I see Kathy, Reba, Jackie. And we lost Larry. Larry, we can't hear you. Oh, there we go. Sorry, guys. Okay, uh, let's start. Sorry about that. Oh, Sandy, we're ready for you. Good morning. Press star one, Sandy. Hi, Larry. Uh, there you are. Yes, thank you. Wow. I just can, I wonder, well, just honesty is my thing. You know, I just know that, that in order to abandon myself to God, the, you know, like, what does that mean? I mean, it's like, it drives me crazy when there aren't concrete things like a food plan, you write it down, an action plan. But what is the action plan for abandoning myself to God? I mean, like, what does that mean in practical terms? Um, the first thing it means to me is honesty, that I must be absolutely honest about what is my relationship with God. You know, and this is when I really look at what are the weak areas of my program, it's step two, step three, step six, step seven, uh, step 11. The others seem like action steps, and I could do them in step one I did, but I'm really focusing on what does it mean to abandon myself to God? I mean, what does that mean in practical action? And for me, that means being in touch with what I'm internally experiencing, whether it's usually it's fear, and to really ask God, to help me with that, to realize I am powerless over this fear, which is biological most of the time. I just feel fear in my body that isn't related to reality. I don't know what it's related to. And, and that, that concretizes me. Like, what am I afraid of today? What am I afraid of right now? 
you know, and to just share that. And just one other thing, I really have difficulty with the word selfishness and self-centered because I am so punitive to myself for being self-centered and or for being selfishness selfish and i know those times that i'm selfish and self-centered which is a lot is because i'm in distress you know and when i'm feeling good and there's a sense of well-being i care about other people it's very important to me not to punish myself for being self-centered and to really go deeper and to see the root of my self-centeredness is this inner distress that I'm powerless over. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Sandy. Okay, next up we have Larry G., followed by Clea. Hey, Larry, good morning. Good morning, Larry. Thank you for service. Uh, my name is Larry G. I'm from California. Um, I came on this call 49 days ago uh, when we were – in the middle of visions, and I was a all I can say is I was sick and dying drunk on the 17th. And uh, when I read this paragraph, it sort of sums up all steps. But the word that really sticks out for me is abandon. Um, I've abandoned myself to God in Alcoholics Anonymous. I've abandoned myself to God in Debtors Anonymous. I've abandoned myself to God in ACA. But when it comes to this program, been in this program since. Eight, 1989, um, I was a really good OA coming out of the relapse, you know, um, but when it came to every day, uh, I was going to take control of my food, and it uh, it did me in, and when I think of abandoned, I think of, uh, I played sports uh, throughout my, until my adulthood, and I, to me, abandoned, it means I abandoned myself to the game, I abandoned myself to feel the play, my team, um, I follow suggestions. Uh, at the end of the game, I have nothing left in the gas tank, um, and that's what I've done. I, and I, I, I can't explain to you how I've got this point. I mean, I'm, it's a mystery to me because on the 17th, I couldn't stop eating. I tried everything that I know for, for eight, 20 years since I came back to Alcoholics uh, OA in, in July of 2000. Um, and I got in this call, and I heard something in this call. It's been electric for me, and it's just something special. How this group—we just take one paragraph at a time. I never thought it would be possible to get so much out of one paragraph. Um, I banned myself to this to this fellowship. I banned myself to God. I banned myself to my sponsor. I say yes now. Um, I, I I no longer use the slogan "Take what you like and leave the rest," which is just a thinly disguised way for me to be arrogant and defiant. Um, I am so grateful uh, I passed thank you so much thank you Larry okay next up is Clea followed by Loretta Clea good morning Clea press star one okay uh, Clea for some reason we're having uh, trouble hearing you I'll give you another second there to press star one. All right, perhaps we'll move on to Loretta, and then we'll come back to you, Clea. Loretta, are you available? I am. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared. I was waiting That's for Clea. Okay. 
Okay, this is Loretta H., compulsive overeater, anorexic, graced with God's abstinence for today. And I want to thank Leon and Larry and my maker for um, having this uh, book and reading and giving me um, healthy, healthy um abandoning to my higher power. So anyway, I looked up the word abandon and I it's um about my thinking. Uh I'm gonna find it here on my I'm so computer illiterate. Um it's uh well why can't I because I always read the paragraph before we start and of course I can't find but it talks about giving up my thinking. And, oh, here it is, give up completely a course of action, a practice, a way of thinking. And I just heard this um, from a fellow um, who's, another fellow who's been in program for a very long time, that in the third step prayer, my will, if I have truly, truly taken step three, I have given up my thinking, my will, and then I give up my life, and those are my actions um, with working the steps. And so um, abandon yourself to God is, as other people have shared, and I thank people for the shares, um, it's a process that I have to do every single morning because my will and my thinking is so strong. And so somebody suggested uh, on a special edition meeting that you take a a white handkerchief and put it by your bedside and swing it before you get up in the morning. And so the white handkerchief is there to remind me that I need to surrender every single day. The only way I can seriously understanding real recovery entails not debating every reason. And uh, that's the acronym for surrender. And I, I share that because my reasoning is my thinking. And it is really, really askew and really not God-centered. It's um, me-centered, control-centered, pride-centered. It's not God-centered. And um, as Leon shared about Bill, he abandoned himself to God that day in the hospital. and. That's how he got to, um, the, you know, to get the life that we are given today, only by doing that. And so because of you guys, because of my God and my abstinence out of the food for um, 19 plus years, I have been given a life by God who I thought had abandoned me because I abandoned myself to him beyond my wildest dreams. And with that, I pass. And everybody have a blessed and safe day. Thank you, Loretta. Let's see if we can if we can find Clea. Oh, Clea. Are you around, Clea? Press star one. Okay, maybe we lost, uh, maybe some. Oh, oh, there you are. I can hear you, Clea. Okay, I was muted on the other uh, other line. But um, basically, I, this is just my second um, day. I've been in program a long, long time. A lot of things have changed, and it's, and it's um, 
today I said I'm not talking until I get abstinent um, for, you know, 30 days or whatever. But today I just had to, you know, it's kind of like being in church and say you're not going to say something and you do. But it just really touched me and um, admitted your thoughts to him. And one of the things that I always think people say, oh, you're so good, you're so kind, but my good intentions, I think I, I try to play God. And um, when I thought about even the principles of the program and giving service, it's really not for someone to come back and say how good you are, you did it. You know, we thank people for doing service, but really we're giving to ourselves. And I was thinking the things that I do, I really feel good about it. But there's times where I do feel like, um, and I don't want to admit that when, it, when I heard that today, admit your fault to him, may God bless you. I can't bless you. God can bless you. And sometimes I think um, for me that one of my character defects is, is that, you know, it's a control issue, too. I'm playing God when I do this, and I'm not expecting you, but I'm expecting different behavior. I'm expecting something. And I thought, you know, that's part of my character defect, and it just slapped me today in the face. And um, anyway, I just want to thank people for the call. Thank you, God, for letting me find this program. Thank you for my sponsor. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Oh, Clea, thanks for jumping in there. I appreciate your share. Okay, next up we have Sigrid followed by Kathy. Hey, Sigrid, good morning. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Okay, great. Thanks, Ty. This is Sigrid, um, recovered in South Florida. And I was so excited to see this paragraph today. And so here's my interpretation. Um, Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Surrender, surrender, surrender. It is the foundation of my program every day. I have a good day when I surrender. I have a bad day when I don't. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Keep on the steps, steps nine and 10. Keep your side of the street clean. Use 10 as much as you need to. Give freely of what you find and join us, step 11. Be a part of this, be a part with God, and 12, share. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. That for sure has been my favorite line in this book forever. Um, Just a reminder that I need to stay on the journey. I'm on this journey six and a half years, and there are, it's kind of an analogy to a hilly road. You know, there are muscles I use when I go up, and it might be hard. And then I might use some different muscles that I'm a little less comfortable using on the way down. It's not always an easy ride down either. But for sure, I grow and I learn, and God gives me new challenges and helps me to be of service to my fellows as I learn. Thank you so much for letting me share today. I pass. Oh, thank you, Sigrid. <clears throat> Appreciate that. Okay, next up is Kathy, followed by Reva. Hey, Kathy, good morning. Kathy, press star one. Okay, maybe we're maybe Kathy's having some technical difficulties here. How about Reva? Reva, are you available? Hi there, this is Reva. Good morning. Hi, Reva. Good morning. Hi, I'm Reva, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. 
Wow, this paragraph, you know, we're at the end of the first 164 pages. And this paragraph is amazing because it summarizes the whole thing. All the steps are in this paragraph. The first sentence, abandoning to God as I understand him, you know, one, two, three, admitting my faults and clearing up wreckage, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, giving freely and joining us, 10, 11, and 12. Um, so the things that strike me the most this morning are the abandon, the image of abandoning and giving up completely my thoughts, my actions. You know, the, they almost could split up the word yourself because what am I letting go of? What am I surrendering? The self, the self in me. And what am I giving it up to? Um, for me, this has to imply a sense of trust. Um, and I'm now revisiting my concept of a higher power, which you know, constantly throughout my life gets modified um, as warranted, I guess. So what is the God that I understand? Do I have a concept of a higher power that I can surrender it to, that I can trust, that will take care of things, take care of me, um, so I can let go of the old ways? Um, and then join us. I just have this image in my mind. You know, I always felt like I didn't fit in. I always drew like this circle in my head of other people and how I was always outside the circle. And this, um, these sentences just conjure up this image of people saying, like with their arms out, saying, come on, come over here, join us. And what am I joining? I'm joining a fellowship of the Spirit, which implies a relationship with a higher power. I'm not enjoying some finite support group club. It's all people who are working, doing the steps to access, access power. And that's what we're sharing and that's what we're joining. And the trudging, oh my God, it doesn't say skip. We're running. We're sprinting down the road. We're trudging, which means walking deliberately, laboriously, with purpose. And you know, some days it really is trudging. Um, and it implies I need to do work. I need to work these steps that they're summarizing. Um, but I can do so happily. Um, and I love the capitals of Road of Happy Destiny. It's just so positive, so inclusive. Um, but yeah, it takes work. Um, and with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva. Okay, we've got Kathy followed by Jackie. Um, Kathy, are you available now? Press star one. Okay, perhaps we lost Je uh, Kathy there. Is that, is that you, Kathy? Okay, maybe not. All right. Ooh, 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 Jackie B. Good morning, Jackie. Hi. Good morning, Hi. it's Jackie B. Can I be heard? Yeah, you're, I can hear you great. Okay, great, great. Um, thank you, everybody, for your service. Um, I was giggling because, you know, I thought I just discovered that this passage, you know, actually summarizes the steps. And then the few shares now that came before me explained it so lovely that I'm like, okay, God, you're, you're making me humble here. I like that. Um, and, see, and that's the whole point. The point is, is I always wanted to control. I wanted to control you. I wanted to control the earth. I wanted to control everything in my life because I thought that would give me peace and comfort. What I've learned today is 
that's not peace and comfort. What's peace and comfort is, is me rowing the boat and letting God direct. Because everything in my life now, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, has gotten stronger because I let God guide me. You know, even with this pandemic, with all this stuff happening, my husband not feeling well, and he looks so frail, I've learned to say, God, you tell me what's next. God, you tell me what's next. And um, we're going to be taking him to the doctor on Friday, and I'm grateful for that. But I had to let him make the phone call, not me. That's amazing to me because I have to believe that every step that I take today, because I work the steps every day, guides me. And that's important. It's important to get out of the way and say, hey, I'm not perfect. I have fear, anxiety, happiness, joy. But I don't want to live in secrets anymore. I don't want to live with boundaries anymore or barriers that I've created thinking that I was controlling. Today, I just put myself out there. I'm honest. I share what I'm doing. And I work this program. And I'm so grateful because you know what? Regardless of the weight loss, I have the mental loss in my head. All that junk, all that gunk is lifted every day when I share with another compulsive overeater my journey. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, one last call out for Kathy. Going once, Kathy, star one. Going twice, star one. Okay, no, Kathy. Um, So we're on page 164, the third paragraph through the end of the chapter. Who would like to share on what was read? Lisa J.R. Diane B. Bob, Oh, sorry. Here's who, here's who I heard. Uh, Carol, I got you as well. Um, I heard Celine, Lisa, Diane, Bob, I believe, and Carol. Did you get that right? Jolene B. Oh, Jolene. Hey. Got you, hey. there, Jolene. Thank you. Okay. Did you get Philomena? Uh, Philomena, uh, let me throw you in there, Philomena. Yeah, let me do that. I might have um, come up with Celine <clears throat> on my own through my delusions here, but I don't know. Did I hear a Celine? Ah, uh, voices in my head again. Sorry, guys. Okay, Lisa followed by Diane. Hey, Lisa, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Lisa Jr. from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, Man, am I thrilled that we are starting over. Because when we're on 164, the end is just the beginning. And, And it's just, I can't be more excited for the newcomer to this line because they're in for a great ride. And, uh, for those of us who have gone through the steps and worked the steps, um, you know, we're on the broad highway, so I'm going to make it short by just saying um, I'm really excited. You know, we, we spread the message. Just This meeting, Vision for You, is a great meeting, and, you know, we, we can't keep it to ourselves. we got to spread the word. Um, you know, I, I got to share on the main phone line, and somebody called me, and she is on the line this morning, and 
you know, she's going to get the the uh, benefit of listening to all these mature voices that uh, have so much wisdom. And um, I'm just thrilled. So I'm going to throw the gauntlet down, make calls, get people, um, get people to tune in that uh, you meet in your face-to-face meetings um, because, you know, we can't keep this to ourselves. Thanks for letting me share, Larry. Oh, you bet. Thanks, Lisa. Okay, next up we have uh, Diane followed by Bob. Hey, Diane, good morning. Morning, Diane, press star one. Oh, there you are. Uh, Took me a minute, sorry. I'm having trouble with my phone. Anyway, this is Diane B., New Rochelle, New York. So grateful and so happy to be here today. I just love how this book was written. Um, It starts off on the forward on page XXI. The forward to the second edition says, um, those who have lost, those who have yet found no answer may begin to find one in the pages of this book and will presently join us on the high road to a new freedom. And then we end this, this section of the book, which is the, whole, which is the whole program, on page 164, and it says, you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. Like when I came into program, when I started, or actually I should say when I came back from relapse and I started studying this book with my sponsor again, I was feeling desperate. I was feeling uh, completely defeated. I thought, oh, I can't do this. You know, I've been in the room since 1986, and I've had several relapses. But this last time, I came back feeling completely defeated and really just feeling like, you know, you could sweep me up off the floor because that's how low I was. And now I feel really um, invigorated. I feel like there's hope and that there's a way out of this. So... These these pages in this book totally give me what I need to live my life. It gives me instructions, um, but also that I have fellows and I have a higher power. I'm no longer alone. And as I trudge this road, and someone already said trudging is not skipping, um, you know, there are lots of roadblocks, there are lots of um, detours on the way, but I have people around me and I have a higher power with me all the time who helps me to do this this thing called life and to do this thing happily and joyously and freely. Um, so I just feel really wonderful every time that we read this last um, sentence, may God bless you and keep you until then. It's such a beautiful blessing and such a wonderful way to end this, um, to end this um, these instructions and this textbook, and it gives me goosebumps every day. Um, every day when we when somebody reads this section at the end, I always say amen because I so believe in this and it has changed my life so drastically and I'm so grateful for that. So thank you, Larry, for your service. Thank you, everyone else, Leon, all the people who have shared. And um, let's trudge together. <laughs> With that, I pass. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Diane. Much appreciated. Okay, now batting, uh, we have Bob on deck. We have Carol. Hey, Bob, good morning. Yeah, Bob from California. Good morning. Uh, Am I coming through? Oh, yeah, Bob, I can hear you. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, anyway, I'm just just kind of getting started, and uh, I'm excited that uh, we're going to start the book over again. and uh, uh, I've been in a, a program, you might say, for for many years, and uh, 
uh, and uh, and I never uh, even get close. I never got close to uh, any kind of a, a spiritual awakening. But I uh, uh, but I, I I love the way uh, people speak in this meeting. You know, I I love the word recovered, and uh, and I I hope someday I can say that that I'm recovered. But I'm um, I'm excited about the program. I'm uh, you know I got my big book out this morning, and I look forward. I was looking forward to this meeting, and and uh, out here in California, it's a four o'clock meeting for me, and I'm. I'm glad to be up and be uh, and be uh, you know uh, alert and uh, listening to people and um, and uh, uh, and so I have no idea what abandoning myself to God really means. Uh, I've I don't know if I've experienced it much at all, but uh, but I, I'm sure gonna plan on sticking around and uh, and uh, uh, see where uh, uh, God, as I understanding, will lead me. And I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, Anyway, I'm going to uh, pass with that, and thank you so much for letting me share. You bet. Glad you're here, Bob. Okay, we got Carol followed by Jolene. Hey, Carol, good morning. Good morning. Um, thank you for your service. Uh, I'm Carolyn H., and uh, I've been working on the fourth step. So uh, abandoned to me is I just have to turn everything over to God. I have no choice in this matter. And I know uh, just turning it over to him, submitting everything. And with that, I I know, you know, the help is there. I truly believe in my higher power. And, uh, yeah, abandoned, I just have to submit, you know, just. Give it all to God. Give it all to him. Just let it go. Let it go. I don't have no other choice because the uh, things I've been through, uh, it's just, uh, you know, I just have to let it go. I I keep saying the same thing over and over, but abandon, that's just such a powerful word for me right now. And that's where I'm at because when you fall it, when you're at the bottom of the pitch, you have no other way but to go you know, up and with my higher power abandoning everything to him, I know that I I will, you know, be okay. I just give it all to uh, my higher power. Uh, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks, Carolyn. I can't hear it enough, so I hope you keep repeating it. Thank you. Okay, Jolene followed by Philomena. What's up, Jolene? Good morning, everyone. This is Jolene D. calling you from upstate New York. So happy to be on the line this morning. I love when I tune into a meeting and it just, it sets the tone for the day. And it's a habit that I have learned to fall into and I get very excited about. And I build my step 11 morning right around it. So it works great for me. But hearing this, abandon yourself to God. You know, on the surface, I understand what that means. Give God the work. Hand it over to God. And going through these steps that I've gone through all the steps, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, yep. But the more I listen to all of you and the more I 10th step and the more conversations I have, it's like God is shaking me gently saying, I got this. Why are you trying to control your entire life? Hey, has it worked yet? Well, no, it hasn't. As a matter of fact, the more I try to control things, the more stressed and anxious I get. The more I try to create outcomes 
and I put expectations in place, the more stressed and anxious I get. I become restless, irritable, and discontent. I had a friend over um, this past weekend who is also in uh, two different 12-step programs than myself. But we have such great conversations. And she was asking me about something, and I said to her, do you feel restless, irritable, and discontent? She's like, where did that come from? I said, it came from the big book. It's in the doctor's opinion. And it was this revelation for this woman who's been in program for seven years who never heard that term being pitched the way I've heard it on A Vision for You. And it was a gift to her that she would understand something's going on and she's trying to take control if she feels restless, irritable, and discontent, that she has not handed it over. And what does handing over look like when you don't know what that means? Fall to your knees. God, I can't deal with this right now. I don't know what to do. I'm begging you to take this. Take this obsession from me, if only for five minutes so I can move from point A to point B. That's what this means. And then as you wake up through the days and you have your white flag there and you turn it over and you surrender, suddenly you realize it's kind of a natural thing. Repetition is key in this program, the meetings, the conversations, finding buddies, making phone calls. Just even yesterday, I made two phone calls to two people I've connected with, left voicemails. They'll get back to me. This is a beautiful thing. Just to have a conversation, if anything, and I was one of the shy people who didn't want to do it. Why do I want to talk to complete strangers? Because that's what this is about. And we're not strangers. We're in this together. So this little paragraph, someone said it's a summary of the steps. That was another little nugget for me. It absolutely unequivocally is. And I'm also looking forward to starting the book over. I'm grateful to be on the line with all of you this morning. Have an awesome day. And thank you so much for your service today, Larry. Oh, you bet. Thanks, Jolene. Hey, let's, uh, let's go across the pond. Hey, Philomena, how are you? It's a long travel, Philomena, to get across the pond here with me in this phone. You there? Press star one. Philomena, I can't hear you. There you are. Hello. Hello. Yes, it took me a minute getting across that 3,000 miles. Um, (laughs) This is very exciting for me to be here and a huge privilege to be with you all. I learned about a vision for you in September just last year, and my life has been transformed. It's changed from lead to gold, and I feel that I'm getting closer to my higher power each day. And today I read uh, The Road of Happy Destiny. Do you know what? Somehow I had it in my head that there was a road to Happy Destiny, and I thought at some time in the future I would be, do you know, happy. But it's here and now. Uh, The destiny is not in the distant future. And our companion and our destiny are the same thing. And I have many companions on this journey now, and it's absolutely amazing, and I have have loved it most days. Some days it is trudging. Some days I skip. And some days uh, dancing and singing. So... uh, And some days it's a mixture of the whole lot of them. And I think the words prayer, sorry, pray and play are very close. And there's a reason for that. One leads to the other. Our heart plays and is happy when we are close to our higher power. 
as we understand our higher power. And thank you so much for your service, Laurie, and your joy. And thanks to everybody here. Oh, oh, thanks, Philomena. I like saying Philomena. I like saying that name. <laughs> okay, we're <laughs> we're on page one sixty four, the third paragraph through the end of the chapter. We got time for maybe uh, three or so. Who would like to share? Sorry, C. Penny C. Penny. Okay, Joni, that's our lineup here. Let's see if we can get through. All three. Suri, Suri, Suri. Good morning. Suri A, B, and C. C, Suri C. Good morning. Sorry, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Good morning. Wow. Okay. I've been to meetings where um, the it's all about I and What's amazing about visions is there's such a voice of we. Um, I always thought like, oh, I'm not like an alcoholic, so why why I read the big book? I'm gonna read, you know, the OA book. I'm gonna read. Um, I'm not like an overeater. I'm just like a little overeater. Um, I spoke to a friend who would never categorize herself as an overeater yesterday, and she said, you know, just as a joke. So, Sarah, you know what's you know what's really bad about a pint of ice cream. I said, well, a pint of ice cream is either empty or either full or empty. And she just burst out laughing. And you know what? In her mind, she's not because the truth is, is food is one of those things. It's, it's, it's life sustaining. And how do we, the people that are on this line are people who are busy figuring out how they're irritable, restless, and discontent with God in every moment and with their food the life-sustaining force. And I'm just in awe of everybody on this line. And, and I'm not recovered. Um, nowhere, nowhere close. But I'm, I, just, I love the share that just happened before because of not to. I'm trudging. I'm, I'm literally, I'm in the mud, in the murk. And, but I'm not alone. And on this line, I'm not alone. And I'm so, so, so grateful because when I trudge, I'm not walking to a road of happy destiny. When I focus and I start with step one and I'm still trudging through step one, I am on a road of happy destiny. And I, I, I will keep trudging. I, the voice of recovery is so many, so many hours, so many people that have been on this line for so many years. I've, I'm just doing, I've just got two. So I'm, I'm a baby. I'm, I will keep, I will just, and thank you. Thank you for being the voice of the recovery on this line. With that, I pass. Thanks, Suri. You're, you're kind of stuck with us, sorry to say. But anyway, hey, Penny Lane. Good morning, Penny. Good morning, Larry. This is Penny C. I'm a recovered compulsive reader from the Boston area where the Red Sox are tied for first place with the record of zero and zero. Uh, when I when I um, know that I'm I'm we'll come to the end of this 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 book the the main part of the book anyway um, when I read a good book I'm usually really sad you know that the the book is ending I I go through that little bit of of you know grieving mourning for it but what's the, the good news is that 
every time we come to page 164 and we say this is the end of the chapter, the end of this section, we realize that, that we're going to be starting over again. How exciting is that? The lines I was um, looking at this morning is, you will meet, you, you may meet some of us on this happy road. And, and um, I wonder, you know, if in a million years, if Bill or Bob or any of those first hundred alcoholics could ever have imagined how many people we're meeting on this road to recovery. Um, over the weekend, I was on the virtual meeting convention where there were over 2,000 people at once from from all over the globe and um, on Zoom. And I was seeing people from Russia and, and um, oh gosh, every country, every country I can't even, and, and it was all uh, interpreted into five different languages most of the time so that anybody could be listening. And for myself, I've been going to various cities and just put, you know, just Googling away uh, Zoom meetings in Cleveland, Oregon, California, <laughs> South Jersey, and meeting meeting so many really nice people. But most of all, people that I know understand where I'm coming from, and you know what I'm doing on on every day to to stay in recovery or they're struggling to get into recovery. And I can, you know, most of us put our numbers in there. This is just so amazing. Um, we, I've, I, I mean, I've met thousands of people through the years and now 2001 day <laughs> on Saturday and Sunday. And even on this line, there's 400 of us. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I, I just, can't imagine that Bill Wilson and Dr. Bob had any idea how this wonderful program would mushroom into what it is today. And for that, I'm very grateful. And I'll pass. Thanks, Penny. Okay, Joni, I don't know if you can love Chachi in one minute, but that's what we got. Good morning. Joni, press star one. Can you hear me now? There you are, Joni. Good morning. Okay. Okay. Good morning, Larry. Uh, thank you. Thank you for calling on me. Uh, I had, uh, oh, and this is Joni C. from Minnesota. I had a really good relationship with God, but for some reason I, com- I compartmentalized and did not have him help me with my eating. And once I started um, on vision and listening to the big book, um, that really made me abandon myself to God. And and uh, I've been abstinent now since February 15th, and that is just miraculous to me, just miraculous. I've never gotten anywhere close to this before. Uh, I've been on all kinds of diets and everything that I ever could be on. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, thank you for letting me share. Have a wonderful day, everyone. And I pass. 
Uh, what a great way to end the meeting, Joni. Thanks so much for your share. Okay, so thank you to, to everyone who has shared and participated this morning. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following our closing today. The share ID for today is 14,870. That's 14870. Okay, so we're going to now close with the reading from the big book on page 164. Imagine that. Followed by the serenity prayer. Hey, Martha Z, would you help us out this morning? Hi, this is Martha Z. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from outside of Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.